Hello everyone. Before the show starts, I just wanted to let you know that these are old episodes from our radio show when we could actually play the music. Because we don't want to have our shows removed because of copyright laws, we've cut out the songs. Also, because these are old episodes, the polls are expired and the winners have already been decided. Stay tuned for our newest episodes and follow us at FaceOffChicago on social media to vote for the next show. This is Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection, and welcome to Face Off with Callie and Tristan. And this week, um, we've got a we've got some good artists. Yeah. But first, um, let me let me give you the gist of what Face Off is. It's a show where we pick two artists each week, both of similar genre or have some similarity. And me and Tristan will argue for one of the artists and play four songs each. So it's kind of like a debate and then we play the song. Um, Tristan, would you like to announce the winner of the last show? Because you lost actually. So I want you to to announce it. I can't even remember, it was so long ago. Big time rush. Yeah, by a landslide. (laughs) So annoying. (laughs) There's a bias here in America, and I don't like it. I re- I <clears throat> I saw that number, and I was just smiling it to was, myself. It was something of- like ninety percent to ten percent. Literally, it was something crazy. It was crazy. I mean, people love Big Time Rush. Come on, honestly, I, I was really surprised. Honestly, okay, I gotta say, I was surprised too. I really did not think that Big Time Rush had that much of a yeah like impact there on were, our there society were people, there were people who really came out of the woodworks to vote for <laughs> big time rush i'm like really i did not expect you to be passionate about this and then of course you have like the few bts fans but it's crazy because bts is like huge right now like yeah. even bigger than big time rush i is. just think it's because maybe our generation isn't really their main audience yeah. You know, I think if it was. I think it's s- our audience as well. Like the people who are listening to our show. Yeah. And our, the people who are right, voting. Right. Grew up yeah. with Big Time Rush. Yeah. Whereas BTS is probably like, if you go down like a few years, people who didn't grow up with B- uh, Big Time Rush as a thing would probably side with BTS. You yeah. Know? All right. Well. On to this week, we're doing Aretha Franklin versus Whitney Houston. I am so excited. Yeah. Um, I love soul music and R&B and 80s pop. So this is going to be really fun. Um, do you have anything you want to say about Aretha Franklin before you get started? Oh, God. Um, e- so the first thing I just want to say is that I don't think this is going to be a very contentious debate because I think they're both amazing singers obviously I don't, yeah like you can't put down really either one of them um and Whitney Houston I really don't know that much about I know that she died tragically yeah right yeah but and maybe this is this is just me but I always got her confused with Amy Winehouse what didn't she also get <laughs> died tragically <laughs> is that just me that's just like okay sure yeah they both died in that way with like drug abuse um yeah 
And they were both amazing singers, so I can see yeah. how you would get them mixed up, but <laughs> they're just completely different people. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but Whitney Houston, I, I like, I know her her best songs, but I don't really know anything deeper than that. Um, I know. Completely lost my train of thought. Anyways, Aretha Franklin, really great. She died unfortunately last year. Um, yeah. Not drug overdose, but I remember hearing about that. Um, but it seemed like she was surrounded by her, the family that she loves, etc. So um, she had a great career. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Yeah, so. long time. Yeah, so she she's awesome. I mean, yeah. yeah, this week for me is like I I can't really I don't I wouldn't call it an argument. I would call it just a tribute. Yeah, a, yeah. a celebration. So, without further ado, we're going to get into the first debate on Aretha Franklin. Okay. Uh, I also just want to apologize. I'm a little sick. So, if if you hear me coughing, <laughs> that's what it is. I really apologize. And my voice is If you just hear me coughing, nasally. just pray for me because I don't want to get <clears throat> sick. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Tristan's all the way over there. He's not going to hurt me. Okay. So, the first song we're going to start with is I Say a Little Prayer, which... Everyone knows this song. It's just a classic. Um, I would say her probably most well-known song is Respect. Um, but I felt that that song has just been so overplayed in media since. Like, it's in so many movies. Um, so I wanted to go to the other ones um, that I personally love. So I See Little Prayer is just great. It's, like, so... Like, the melodies are just, like so interesting and things that I don't usually hear um, and I love Aretha Franklin's style because it's like she is the arbiter from like blues and like transitioning over to a new generation of R&B and she really was like the if not one of the um, first prominent female singers in America like I can't think of anyone who was before her. Like, I what what time was Whitney popping? She was like an '80s girl. Oh, really? Yeah, she oh, okay. was. She really came in like 1985. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, Aretha. Really, at her time, she was like 1968 was her her top point, and the only other person is Janis Joplin that I can think of. Um, and maybe like a handful of others, but like they were killing it. And and so with Aretha Franklin, I know that 1968 was like big Motown time. And I know that she, I don't really know Aretha Franklin songs besides Respect, but I know that um, she didn't get signed by the Motown label. No. But she wanted to. So is her music around the Motown style or is it kind of different from that? Um, I don't know if we talked about this during the BTS episode. Or you kind of talked about Motown and like how they kind of developed their own like sound and like they kind of bred this whole um, culture or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about that but she was signed to Atlantic Records. Um, I don't know who else is in Atlantic Records, but she did have problems with Atlantic Records, and she was, she, she had to leave in 1969, and she joined with Arista, um, which I've never heard of. Huh. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, anyways, 
I Say a Little Prayer. Great song. You'll recognize it. All right. That was I Say a Little Prayer by Aretha Franklin. I have to say, I really like that song for never hearing it. Yeah. Um, the, I really like the echoes, like mm-hmm. forever and ever. Yeah, yeah. I can't sing whatever. I, I think she's, <clears throat> her style's like so well known for like, just like these amazing riffs and she just goes all over the place, but it still sounds like it still fits with the beat, but she can go off of it, you know, whenever she wants. And it's just very soulful. She was called the queen of soul. Okay. After um, yeah, yeah, going yeah. into the she's 1970s. The, yeah, she's the queen of soul. I remember that. I haven't brushed up on my Aretha Franklin-ness. I, I, used to, I used to listen to like some of her songs, but that was a long time ago. So now going into Whitney Houston, I am going to play How Will I Know? And I wanted to go in chronological order with... Whitney Houston songs because she kind of goes through a slight transition in, in her style and How Will I Know came from her very first self-titled album in 1985. This was considered the best-selling debut album ever by a female artist at the time which is crazy but also understandable with Whitney Houston's talent. Um, so yeah, multiple songs from this album topped the charts, and and in 1985, um, obviously we got 80s pop going on. So she really, she really has the 80s pop style down to a T. It it's very synthy. There's a lot of like funk guitars and chimes and everything that you could want in 80s music. One thing I love about her voice is you can just sense the power and the potential from the very beginning. And she controls it in the first of like the song and then it gets, you know, it builds like all of Whitney Houston's songs. It always just builds into this like like crazy powerful um song. So she Overall, um, I just want to talk about her influences into um, starting this album. She came from a gospel background, singing in church, and also she had a very talented family who were known already for gospel and soul. And um, actually, Aretha Franklin is her godmother, which I didn't Whoa. know, but That's crazy. I know it's yeah. crazy. So her Aretha, mother, Aretha, and her family also grew up singing in church, and yeah, very and similar. yeah, and so um, Whitney's mother and cousins are were also v- like very well known within the gospel community. So this is the song "How Will I Know" from Whitney Houston's very first album. Enjoy. That was "How Will I Know" by Whitney Houston. So, what do you think, Tristan? That was good. I was not prepared for how poppy the instruments were. Like, I totally didn't even realize that she was an 80s pop artist. Like, that just didn't connect for me for some reason. Yeah, she she has a lot of, like, soul and R&B background. And she does... I'll talk about her transition into more of R&B 
in a bit but yeah she is definitely her when she started out she was pop and that some people criticize her for it coming from a gospel background but um but yeah what about aretha franklin so the next song mm-hmm. so the next song is we're gonna, some- we're gonna skip okay. ads. something yeah. he we're- can feel um i just heard this song today uh i was just going through her like top songs and i heard this one and it just really i just really really liked it i won't really talk too much about it um some more things i wanted to say is that she has won 18 grammy awards um including the first eight awards given for best female r&b vocal vocal performance which is really impressive yeah (laughs) Wow, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, imagine they just start giving out this award, and <laughs> she just gets it eight years in a row. That's crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and, you know, she has just tons of accolades, um, 17 top 10 pop singles, um, 20 number one R&B singles, um, and she was the first female performer to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, so that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't want to take up too much time this is uh something he can feel and that was something he can feel by aretha franklin so going on to whitney houston the next song i'm gonna play is i want to dance with somebody and this song if you're listening you know this song you just know it it's one of those songs that you hear at every you know dance situation whether it be a wedding or a party or whatever so this song comes from exactly i can't wait to hear tristan sing this um so this song comes from her second self-titled album whitney her first album was whitney houston (laughs) (laughs) and her second album was whitney wow so this album also broke a record because it topped the charts many of the songs on the album topped the charts it got rave reviews one thing i love about whitney houston is that she sings completely about love like it's always about love it's always about vulnerability if you look at her lyrics if you're just reading them you'd probably think wow this person is a sensitive soul and you kind of feel bad for them but then her voice takes over completely she doesn't hold back you don't feel bad for her anymore she she takes the dignity into that lyric and she she really turns that vulnerability into power which is what i really respect about winnie houston um so she to me is the queen of soul pop (laughs) <laughs> because Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul. I really think she she uses her her soul and gospel background to really belt it out in these pop songs and it it brings a unique um a unique perspective and voice to what a basic 80s song would be. So she she really um has gone through some criticism about this about having um, a pop, a poppy feel. A lot of people expect her ex- expected her at the time to do gospel and R and B, but she came out with this, and they th- 
thought it was fake and it wasn't good enough for her and um and she really didn't listen to any of it she carried herself with the same confidence that she goes into with all of these songs and when I listen to this song I really get confident myself in my dancing and everything and I know that's why people listen to it and love it so without further ado this is I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston wow what a classic wow wow that's so nice that was I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston yeah it was amazing uh, it was good. I I really appreciate it, you know. I respect it. However, it's just like I think I enjoy the instrumentation and the like the the sentimentality of Aretha Franklin's music. Maybe it's just that era. Um <clears throat> something that I think was interesting is that a lot of the music at that time in the 60s, there was a ton of R&B artists that would cover each other. So there's so many songs that an artist will make and then another artist will make even more popular. So you'll know a song by someone, but it's not really their song. Like Oda's writing has tons of covers and then tons of people cover songs by him. So Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, actually was a song by Otis Redding. And, and then I she think... covered it. <clears throat> and then also uh, I Say a Little Prayer... I found out is a song by Dion Hardwick, something like that. Um, yeah, and then uh, My Girl by The Temptations. I don't know which was first, but the same year as Otis Redding's My Girl, which is interesting. Yeah, I, I noticed that too with Whitney Houston. I mean, even though her generation was a lot later, but her song, I Will Always Love You, is a cover of Dolly Parton's original yeah. song. It's just crazy how that song is more popular. Yeah. Aretha Franklin's songs are more popular, I think, than Otis Redding's. I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting how they kind of played off of each other and piggybacked off of their own, like, other artist songs. Mm, yeah. I, li- I, li- I like it. I mean, yeah. Uh, I whenever I was younger, I was like, this is stupid. Like, why can't <laughs> there just be one version? Um, but I do like it. Uh, and there's a lot of, incidents where the cover is better than the original you know yeah um oh yeah <clears throat> sorry anyways i just want to say aretha franklin respected and loved by mr president barack obama okay okay but barack obama loves a lot of artists all right yes he comes out with a playlist like every month i <laughs> <laughs> he does but he keeps it true to the oldies to the ogs yeah you know that's true he he definitely has a, a love for this time in particular um so aretha performed at his inauguration in 2009 really great Yo. rendition of some sort of patriotic song. I don't remember what it was. I listened to it earlier today. It's great. Speaking of, Whitney Houston recorded A Star Spangled Banner and it hit the charts in the that's, United States. That's, that's freedom. Yeah. That's freedom. So, and also, okay, I do have to say Obama has really good taste in musicians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, having Aretha Franklin on the top of your list is yeah. not. I just want to read something that he said about her in 2015. I don't know why he was saying it, but it's beautiful. He's so eloquent. Nobody embodies more fully the connection between the African-American spiritual, the blues, R&B, rock and roll, the way that hardship and sorrow were, uh, were transformed into something full of beauty and vitality and hope. American history wells up 
when Aretha sings. That's why when she sits down at a piano and sings A Natural Woman, she can move me to tears. The same way that Ray Charles' version of America the Beautiful will always be, in my view, the most patriotic piece of music ever performed, because it captures the fullness of the American experience, the view from the bottom as well as the top, the good and the bad, and the possibility of synthesis, reconciliation, transcendence. Wow, he wrote a whole essay. He wrote wrote a whole poem. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so the the next song is uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Why are you trying to sing when you're sick? I don't know. It's terrible. (laughs) All right. That was You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin. I just told Tristan that this song makes me feel very nostalgic. I just, I don't know what it is. It might be in the movies. They play this a lot in family dramas. I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel nostalgic. All right. On to Whitney Houston, the queen of soul pop. <laughs> pop soul. I think that sounds better. The queen of pop soul. So, um... The next song I'm going to play is I Will Always Love You. This song is also very popular. You probably know it. It's from the soundtrack for The Bodyguard, which was her first feature film. She's also an an actress and a producer and a model. So she's just a prodigy all around. But so this song is a cover for Dolly Parton's 1974 song. It broke a record by spending 14 weeks on top of the U.S. charts. 14 weeks. That's insane. She also won a Grammy for Album of the Year for this album, um, for The Bodyguard. And in this song, it's very different from her 80s pop songs. Very different. It's it's a ballad. It's It's... A slow song but in a way you can still feel the power of her voice and to me I think this showcases her voice in a way that none of her other songs do mm. I think it does her voice so much justice and after this she just you don't need to prove anything else like this is the song that proves everything to me yeah. and you listen to it one time and you know that this artist is is just breathtaking Um, powerful powerful yes one thing i love about her songs is that they're always confident and they're always graceful and she always sings about being graceful and this song is especially the lyrics is kind of dealing with a breakup but in the most graceful way possible and i think it the lyrics are so respectful and i know that if i ever went through the same thing i would want to be like whitney houston she's just she's an icon so i also want to say what tristan uh (laughs) i I just wanted to point out it's funny that you said that it 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 broke the record for the number of weeks at the top of the u.s charts it's just funny to think that now that record has been broken many 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 weeks over by old town road got the horses in the back oh my you know? god isn't that sad that's so sad you, you would wish it was something like wholesome come on you know? oh that makes me yeah that ma- what is our I'm world sorry. coming to i i don't know <laughs> yeah. so so she's won over 600 awards in her career 
making her one of the most awarded female singers of all time. And I just want to say, actually, I have nothing else to say. Great. I'm going to play No one the wants song. to hear you talk. Yeah, no one wants to hear me talk. <laughs> they want to hear the song. So this is I Will, all, uh, <laughs> I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. That was I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. What a great yeah. song. Amazing. Yeah. Like nothing else to say, honestly. Yeah. It's funny how that song I associate it with Take On Me because of how obnoxious it is when people try and sing it. But it's like everyone has to try and sing it. With like the high note, the long notes. Yeah. 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 Um, So the next song by Aretha Franklin is entitled Ain't No Way. I just heard this song today. My friend Madison, you know Maddie. Yeah. Of course. Of course. The esteemed Madison Morgan. Yes. You can't forget (laughs) her. You can't not know who she is. She gave me this song and it really, really shows off Aretha's vocal abilities like like the background singing that you'll hear is just like so good um and I also wanted to say just a quick note about her life is that she has been a prominent African-American uh preacher to the end of her life she was immersed and involved in the struggle for civil rights and women's rights um which is awesome she's provided many donations to civil rights groups um and performed at benefits and protests etc um also a strong supporter of native american rights which is cool um and tons of things like that she's just an all-around good person really cool and we, we love mi- a philanthropist yeah we miss her and singer yeah whoa, 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 whoa what is this i'm reading let's see Decline. okay she declined to take part in performing at president donald trump's 2017 inauguration as a large-scale act of musical protest i appreciate that honestly 100 points I go to her. Even though she declined it and great for her, who wouldn't decline that? Yeah. Like who honestly what artists I'm, I'm did not decline? I'm curious who all declined it. Like how many people did they have to go through? I know that Leonard Skinnerd <laughs> performed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, they went through a long list yeah, of people did. to get to Leonard Skinner. And no one wants to play That's at funny. Trump's freaking inauguration. That's funny. Anyways, next song is uh uh Ain't No Way. All right, that was Ain't No Way by Aretha Franklin. So that concludes our show. I'm not going to play the fourth song by Whitney Houston just because we're running out of time. But don't forget to vote on Instagram on the polls for who you think should win, Aretha Franklin or Whitney Houston. We've got four polls. One is at Radio DePaul. One is at Face Off Show. One is at Callie Raff. And one is at Tristan Wilbers. So thank you for listening and have a great night. Peace. Signing off.